Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name is Amanda, and I'm back again with another word. <laughs> I said, I feel like I've said this in the past three episodes that I, I say that I'm going to take a break and that I won't be back for a little bit, and then all of a sudden there's something else to share. And I think that Ava is trying to teach me not to do that because you never know what's going to happen, and he's sovereign with this ministry, so I guess I just have to stop saying that and just allow him to lead me and guide me where, however he sees fit. So, but actually today's um, episode and word is partly due to a question I received via email this morning, and also just kind of a leading of the Ruach, the Holy Spirit. Um, he wants me to talk more about being set up, being set apart, and what that looks like within marriage and family. So just kind of go into a little more detail. I have talked about this previously, and I actually recently spoke about it in my episode um, where I shared my my testimony, so part two of my testimony, where I talked about um, becoming set apart, being grafted into Israel, and just going into detail of the journey that I went on um, with doing that. So that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight. Um... (laughs) I literally was getting ready to settle down for the evening and he kept prompting me and prompting me to share this word and I was like, do I really have to? I have like, I have a really, really special like father-daughter relationship with Abba. (laughs) And I'm just like, do I have to? Um, And he's like, yep, (laughs) you need to share it. So, um, and but you know what, this is really important. And again, I have talked about this before in my ministry. It's not the first time I've mentioned it. As a matter of fact, I started in my very first episode talking about the importance of a godly marriage and what it truly means and how it differs from secular marriage and anything outside of Yahuwah's will. So I'm going to talk more about that. And again, the question I received this morning via email was... um, just asking more about being set apart and what that looks like and just why it's important. So it really aligns with what the Ruach was prompting me to talk about and share more on. And, you know, I can't express enough how important this truly is. If you are someone that is truly walking in truth, um, you, you have been set apart by Yahuwah, okay? And that's one of the highest callings that you can ever receive. You know, um, there's different callings for everybody. And some people have more of a heavier mantle than others. But, you know, we are in a time where a lot of people are waking up and coming out of deception that, you know, Babylon, the world has had for centuries, you know, and not just Babylon, but the church, you know, the man-made religions and the false, in, you know, um, doctrines and things like that. So many of us have been indoctrinated with so many false things within man-made religions and churches. And then, of course, then there's Babylon, there's the government. So a lot of people in this hour are waking up and they're coming into truth. And if you are someone that Yahuwah has called you out of, you know, your old self, your old ways, and he's setting you apart, then that is just an incredible blessing to be held. Um, And I just want to help people understand that more, you know, because it's something for me that it's been a journey I've been going through for the past, I want to say three years, and it has been one of the most incredible things I've ever experienced. And I've been a believer for a little over 10 years but for majority of that time I was you know um, led astray you know I had scales over my eyes I was following you know uh, man-made religion and false doctrine and things like that so when I when Yahuwah called me out of those things and set me apart it was just incredible and the more I learn and the more that I see it's just such a blessing. So that's what I want to talk about. Um, I'm going to try not to make this episode too long. It just really depends on what all he leads me to say and to share. So but anyways, let's go ahead and jump in. So being set apart, 
usually what will take place with an individual, I'm going to start there and then I'll go into marriage and family. So usually what will take place with an individual is um, you'll start to see that you're being um, set apart because Yahuwah starts to call you out of a lot of things. Uh, for a lot of you, you, um, you'll be called out of your families, you know, you, you'll be called out of the church, you'll be called out of your jobs, you'll be called out of so many different things, okay? Um, and he'll convict you, you know, the, the Ruach, the Holy Spirit will convict you of why he's calling you out of these things. And when you become set apart and you start walking in truth, you start to see through a different lens, okay? You start to see more clearly and you start to see pass, you know, all of the lies and the deceit and all those, those kinds of things. So just to give you a little example. And again, I've probably talked about this, um, within my testimony, but, um, you know, uh, Abba called me out of my family. You know, I was kind of always the black sheep to begin with. And, um, when I became a believer that had already put a bit of a division. Um, and when, when the father started drawing me more and more out, and more into different things, especially when I came into truth and then I stopped celebrating the pagan holidays and um, I stopped eating certain things and, you know, dressing differently and all these things, you know, that's when I knew that he was setting me apart. He had always called me to be set apart, but it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. So for some of you, or maybe you haven't experienced this yet, um, and maybe you have, but you'll know that you're set apart because you stand out from everybody else. You're kind of like the odd one, you know, because you're not following everybody else. You're not following the ways of the world. You're not um, conforming, right, to um, to Babylon. You're not conforming to the way that things are. You go against the grain, you know, you go a completely different direction, okay? That's how you know when you're being set apart. Okay, now for women, you know, for most of you, you're going to start feeling that conviction of wanting to stay home, you know, of wanting to be home, being that homemaker and just kind of getting into that feminine role where you're caring more for your home and things like that. And you're starting to understand that your value and, and your worth and all those kinds of things and the role that Yahuwah blessed you with as a female, as a woman. Okay. Um, and for men, you know, you're going to start to understand that you are the leader, you are the provider, and, um, you know, you're going to um, have this, like, hunger to study the word more. And same with women, too, you know, like, I always tell singles, you know, you need to utilize your single time um, getting close to Yahuwah, you know, you need to develop your relationship with him first, get into the word, learn the word. Um, especially the Torah, you know, we need to um, be obedient to the Torah, you know, understand your role as, as a man or a woman, you know, understand what it, what it's going to mean to be a godly wife or a godly husband, understand what it's going to mean to be a godly mother or a godly father, okay? Yahuwah wants to prepare you for these things that he's calling you into, and he wants you to know who you are in him, and what your purpose is for, you know, for the glory of him, right? For his kingdom, how you'll serve, what your purpose is, what your assignments are. You know, um, he needs you to understand that. He needs, you know, um, your heart to be open to him and to be attentive to what he's teaching you during that time. So your, your time of singleness is very important, okay? It really truly is. And it's during that time that many individuals, men and women, will, will um, begin to see that they're being called out of the world. They're being called out of Babylon. They're being called to be set apart. And I'm going to get into more detail of what set apart truly means. And again, I talked about this as well in part two of my testimony. Okay. Because um, like I said, being called out and being set apart is not following Babylon. It is not following man-made, you know, religion and churches and things like that. You're going to be called out of all of that to where people around you are going to look at you and think you're odd <laughs> because like I said, you go against the grain, like you are not following the ways of the world. You are not following the ways of the church and, and all these kinds of things. Okay. And again, I'll go into a little more detail, um, especially when it comes to marriage and family because this is where sadly I see a lot of errors take place because 
people are being misled they still have the scales on them and a lot of it is happening to believers who are still within the churches who are still following man-made religions so like um, christianity even judaism uh, pentecostal um, catholicism you know jehovah's witness mormonism just you know things like that you know sadly a lot of people are still being misled um, I'll be honest with you, and again, this is in my testimony, but I left the church, like, right when COVID started, right when the pandemic hit, that was the last, and even before that, I want to say maybe even a year before then, I stopped going to church because Yahuwah was calling me out of it. Like, I couldn't find a home church. I couldn't, you know, ever st- stick to one because there was, it was like the Holy Spirit would just constantly let me know this is not it, you know, and I was finally called out of the church, and I just started staying home. And the other thing is, is that the day of worship and rest is Saturday. It's not Sunday. You know, the Sabbath is on Saturday. Okay. The first day of the week is Sunday, not Monday. Um, and I can go on and on about that, but um, I'm not going to focus on that. Um, maybe one day I will. I've done a lot of research and um, I've studied the scriptures and yeah, there's a lot wrong with Christianity, Judaism. Like I said, they have added, both have added and taken away from scripture and have changed so many things and has misled so many of us for centuries. So, um, but I remember that was one of the first things I was called out of Babylon. I was called out of the church. Um, and you know, at first I didn't understand why. And it was a little bit lonely too. Cause I was like, you know, and then people were just kind of expressing their opinion to me that, you know, this and that and the next thing. And, um, Abba just began to work on me and he began to minister to me and bring me to truth. And it was the most beautiful thing I had ever experienced. Um, so anyways, let me move forward. So usually an individual will be called out and set apart before they even come in to their marriage. Okay. Now that's not always going to be the case, depending on how you yourself, if you have allowed Abba to work in you, right? Some of us are stubborn. Some of us are prideful. So it might take a little bit longer. Now, when it comes to marriages, okay, to these Yah ordained marriages, all right? Because remember, he is the author. He is sovereign over these unions that he has called forth and has orchestrated and ordained to come together, okay? That means that there's been no man, no no opinion, no anything like that, that has, um, what's the word I'm looking for, that has been involved in the bringing together of these unions, okay? It is solely Yahuwah. It is by his hand that the two of you come together because it is his will. Okay, so completely, completely different. And, and I, again, I talked about this in my very, very first episode of this podcast, the differences. A Yah ordained or orchestrated union is solely through him. Okay, there's no other intervention. There's no other anything like that that takes place. Okay, now there will be instances where some couples, one spouse is in truth, the other might not be yet. Okay, what will often happen is when those two come together in Yahuwah's timing, that spouse that hasn't come to truth yet will come to truth through the spouse that already is. Okay. It's part of Yahuwah's plan. Remember, he takes everything and uses it for good. Romans 8, 28. I love that scripture. That scripture has been like a rock for me. I lean on that scripture constantly. But Yahuwah takes everything good, bad, ugly, and he turns it around and uses it for a good one way or another. So you know, um, and there's been instances I have seen this with my own eyes where, you know, um, Yahuwah will present, you know, the couples to one another. He'll present, you know, the woman to the man. He reveals to them and confirms that this is his, his will, that the two of them come together in marriage. And, um, one spouse is a little more mature, right? In their faith or in their walk, um, or they're in truth and the other spouse isn't because let's face it, I want to say about 90% of us have all um, been raised in deception when it comes to the church or religion or anything like that. Or for some, some people were just brought up in Babylon. They didn't even know anything. You know, like me, I didn't know anything until I was 26. 
you know, I didn't know anything about, and I'm going to use the pagan names for a minute, but I didn't know anything about God. I didn't know anything about Jesus. I didn't know anything about the Bible. I didn't know, I didn't go to church, nothing like that until I was an adult. So I grew up pretty much in Babylon. Um, you know, I didn't have a bad life or anything. I wasn't mixed up in bad things, but I just had no knowledge of Yahuwah. Okay. So for some of us, we were brought up in Babylon. For some of us, we were brought up in um, false doctrines and man-made religions and churches that were completely false. So many of us for generations within our family were brought up in these kinds of things. So Yahuwah has to bring a lot of us out of that, you know, and for some, for some of the spouses, Yahuwah has done that for the other spouses. It hasn't happened because of what's going on in their life. So for example, if your spouse has been stuck in a counterfeit lifestyle for most of his life or her life, yeah, it's going to take a little bit longer to work on. Now, if the other spouse has been more submissive and willing, you know, allowing Yahuwah in, then it's a quicker process, okay, if that makes sense. So for some couples, okay, there's going to be three different scenarios. There's going to be couples where both spouses, before they come together, will both come to truth, and when they come together, they're both set apart, they're both in truth, wonderful, beautiful. Uh, the other scenario is one spouse has come to truth, and the other spouse hasn't, but the spouse that hasn't will come to truth and will become set apart through their spouse, okay? Of course, by you who is doing, but they will become set apart and come to truth through their spouse, which is also really beautiful, okay? The third scenario is maybe you've already married, okay? It is your person. It's the person that you who has for you. And um, when you both got married, you both were still like, in man-made religion or churches, stuff like that, okay? And then you both come to truth together, okay? I've seen that in, in several couples that I know of personally where they married and then afterwards they realized that, you know, oh, we've been deceived and this is the truth and this is what it means to be set apart and so on and so forth. And they um, graft in, they do immersion, things like that. And yeah, which is also really beautiful. So either way you slice it, you know, as long as you're set apart and you're coming to truth, that's what matters, okay? Now, what does it look like when you're married and when you have a family when it comes to being set apart? So this is this is where this word gets really, really important. And um, I am praying that people will listen to this and that they will take it back to Abba in prayer and really pray about this because this is where it's important, okay? Listen, not everyone, not everyone, most people, but not everyone, okay, is set apart. And, and it really has to do with, it's not because Yahuwah didn't want to set them apart, it's because they chose not to do it, okay? There are some people that will not have the blessing of a godly or set apart marriage and family and ministry and so on, okay? And really, again, that all has to do with the choices that that individual or those people make. But if you have been called to be set apart, okay, just like Abraham and I, I cannot say this enough, and this is why Genesis or Bereshith is one of my favorite books ever. Um, I love everything about it, and especially after reading Jashar from the Apocrypha, which is one of the missing books of the Bible, it opened my eyes even more to what really took place you know, in the case of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the 12 tribes and all of that, okay? You know, just like Abraham, Yahuwah called Abraham and set him apart. He called Abraham out of the, um, the foreign nation that he was in, the pagan nation he was in. He called Abraham out of his family. He called him out of all of that and set him apart. He is the foundation of Israel, okay? So, in the same way that Yahuwah called Abraham to be set apart, that's what he's doing with us. And if that is what he's doing with you, consider it a blessing and an incredible gift of grace, okay? Because that's what it is. It's grace. It's unmerited favor. We don't deserve it, but yet he still gives it to us. So being set apart, being called out like Abraham was, is an incredible blessing, okay? It's an incredible blessing. So. Once you're set apart, once you who has called you out, after that, what he brings into your life, be it a ministry, whatever assignment, marriage, family, whatever that it is, also needs to be set apart, okay? 
it also needs to be set apart. And this is where a lot of believers make mistakes, okay? This is why I say this is the important part of this word, of of the whole entire episode. This is going to be the most important part. Okay, this is this is where you need to have ears to hear. Okay, I would say eyes to see, but you can't see me. Um, but this is where you need to have ears to hear. Open your heart, and then take this back to Yahuwah in prayer because this is important. If you have been set apart, okay, whatever Yahuwah brings into your life after that also needs to be set apart. Okay, so what am I saying? All right. So for example, okay, you're married. All right. If Yahuwah has given you a godly marriage, okay, a set-apart marriage, it, it let me let me think of how to put this. Let me not go ahead of myself here. When Yahuwah brings you together with the person that he has ordained for you to marry, okay, that marriage is to be set apart because he's he has set you apart and he has more than likely set your spouse apart. If not now, then very, very soon through you, okay? You and your spouse have both been called to be set apart, okay? Therefore, your marriage needs to be set apart. So what that means is when you marry, when you come together, you need to marry under Yahuwah. Now, I'm going to say some things that are going to sound repetitive if you've listened to majority of my episodes. But like I always say, if I am repeating something, it's because it's important and he wants me to repeat it, okay, as a reminder. You are to be married under Yahuwah and no other man. You are not to be married under a man-made religion. You are not to be married under Babylon, okay? He is not giving you this set-apart marriage so that you can take it and go and marry under some man-made religion that is indoctrinated with false things, okay? He's also not giving you this marriage to go to a courthouse and have a courthouse wedding to where now you're marrying under Babylon and now you've pretty much given Babylon permission to be in your marriage, okay? He's not giving you a set-apart marriage to turn around and give it to Babylon or give it to some man-made religion, okay? This is why I made and published the episodes that I did. Um, I did, uh, I can't remember if it was two or three parts where I talked about, are, are you married under Elohim? Are you married under Babylon? Or are you married under man-made religion? Okay. If you are giving a set-apart marriage, then it needs to say, stay set apart. You don't come together and say, oh, let's go get married in a Catholic church. Let's go get married at the courthouse because we want to hurry up and do this. No. So in other words, what I'm saying is basically... When you have this set-apart marriage, you're basically eloping. The only difference is, is that you're marrying under Yahuwah. And I've already explained how that can be done, okay? The thing is, is that you are not putting your marriage under Babylon and you're not putting it under some man-made religion. Yahuwah did not bless you with this set-apart marriage to take it and do that. And this is where a lot of believers, a lot of Christians... Okay, even even Jewish people, this is where they make the mistakes because they think that they have to follow man-made tradition. Okay, Christians, oh, we have to get married in a church because we're believers. We have to have wedding rings because that's what everybody else does. We have to have this extravagant wedding and spend all this money because that's what everybody else has done. And that's what our family expects and our friends expect. We have to go on this luxurious honeymoon and go halfway across the world and spend all this money when... You could have taken that same amount of money and used it for something really important, like a home or maybe a car if you needed it. You know, you don't know if you're going to have children right away. Save money for that. You you know what I'm saying? Like everybody is following man-made tradition. Jewish people, same thing. Jewish people, after a certain amount of time, they made their own laws. They made their own rules. I talked about something called the Talmud. They made like a hundred oral laws. Okay, And I've said this before so many times. Nowhere in the Bible, in in, in the Torah or the New Covenant, anything like that, nowhere in Scripture does it command these things. Nowhere does it say specifically how you are to marry. But what we do see is examples on how the couples that Yahuwah orchestrated and ordained came together. 
and I've talked about this several times throughout my podcast. Getting uh, getting married under Yahuwah is actually very simple, okay? He's omnipresent, which means he's everywhere. And the two of you are in truth, which means you're both filled with the Ruach. You both have his spirit, his set-apart spirit, okay? You can choose any place that's special to you, indoor or outdoor. You know, write your own vows, make promises to one another and to Yahuwah, you know, um, have dinner if you like or whatever, lunch or however you want to do it. And then you consummate your relationship. You seal your marriage through lovemaking. And that is what we see even within the Torah. You never hear about ceremonies. You never hear about wedding rings. You never hear about man marrying two people and all this kind of stuff. These were all things that came way, way, way after. They're man-made traditions. And if you were called to be set apart, you were called to have a set-apart marriage. You were called to have a set-apart wedding. You are to be married under Yahuwah. It's not to go and marry in some church that is, you know, um, indoctrinated with false things. It's a man-made religion. They've made their own rules. They've made their own traditions. They've done this and that and the next thing. You're not supposed to go to a courthouse to have Babylon become a part of your marriage. And then you fill out, even if you get married at a church, what's the what's the very last thing the couple does? They fill out a marriage license. They turn it in with their state. You know what you've just done by doing that? You are now giving permission for Babylon, for the state, for the government to have access to your marriage. And then people say, oh, but if we don't do it that way, then we won't have the benefits and this, that, and the next thing. You don't need that stuff. Yahuwah's going to bless you with what he has for you. You don't need to put yourself in Babylon to have these things. You know, because people think about taxes and social security and all that. Listen, all of that is Babylon. All of that is government. Okay? That and where is your faith? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yahuwah will provide for you and your spouse and your family. Please do not go put your set-apart marriage in the hands of Babylon or in the hands of some man-made religion with false doctrines. Okay? That's not what he wants. He's not giving you this marriage so that you can go take it and put it within the world. Okay? When you have babies, okay? Now, again, going back to the whole blending families, for a lot of you, you've already had children, okay? Depending on their ages, all right? For some of you, more than likely, listen, you're going to be given... This is for a lot of couples. For those of you that are blending families, okay, not only have you been blessed to be set apart and, and be given these blessings by Yahuwah, the biggest gift that you're receiving from Him is grace, okay? He's giving you a second chance at marriage, He's giving you a second chance at parenting, at having a family, okay? So whether you already have kiddos that are teens or they're preteens or whatever age that they are, okay, or they're younger, all right? For some of you, you weren't living a set-apart life, which means those kids weren't living a set-apart life either, okay? And if you're co-parenting, all right, which most of you are, and that parent is not set-apart, then you're going to have a lot of conflicting issues, okay? But this is why Yahuwah is giving you a set-apart marriage and a set-apart family, if that is his will for you, okay? So for those of you that Yahuwah's will is that you're going to have more babies, okay, from your union, which, praise Yah, that's beautiful, okay? This is your second chance to raise up those babies in the way that they should go, just like scripture says. If Yahuwah has set you apart, if Yahuwah has set your spouse apart, Yahuwah has set your marriage apart. Those babies that y'all are going to have, they're going to be set apart. Those babies are going to be born into a completely different world. They're going to be born into truth. Okay? They're not going to grow up with the same things you did or with the same things that your older children have. Okay? Why? Because this is your chance to do it right. Okay? This is your chance to do it right. Those babies are meant to be set apart. Okay? They have purpose attached to them. They're going to grow up and be for Yahuwah's kingdom, okay? They're going to do wonderful things. They're going to be set apart, okay? Now, what does that mean? This means that you need to homeschool them, okay? Do not send these, do not turn around and send these children 
to public schooling or to a daycare or anything like that. Listen, this is why I say Yahuwah has a natural design for the, for the marriage and family, okay? I know that many people will tell you, oh, nowadays both have, both husband and wife have to go out and work. You can't live off of one income. And, the, and I understand that, believe me. With inflation and with the way the world is and all this kind of... I was just saying myself the other day, I don't know how we're going to make ends meet in the state that I'm in because it's so expensive. And you know what? I realized that after I said that and asked people for prayer, I'm like, what am I doing? I need to trust Yahuwah. If this is where he has me, I need to trust him in that. But I know he's called me to be home. Sisters who are listening to me, you come into that set-apart marriage, you start having those babies, you are called to be home, to care for those babies, okay? To nurture them, to teach them, to care for your home, to be there when your husband comes home after a long day. I don't care what anybody says. You can call me old-fashioned. You can call me whatever you want to call me. But that is Yahuwah's natural design for the family. Those babies, those especially those set-apart babies, are not meant at six weeks old to be dropped off at a daycare for strangers to care for them so you can go out and work a nine-to-five. That's not your job. As a set-apart wife, as a set-apart daughter of Yahuwah, as a set-apart mother, no. You are called to be home, okay? Do not send those babies to daycare. Do not send those babies to public schooling where they're going to be taught false doctrines. They're going to be exposed to a lot of lies. They're going to be exposed to deception. They're going to be open to attacks from the enemy, especially if they're set apart. Do not vaccinate those babies. Please listen to me. Listen, I was just talking about that today on my Facebook page. The more I learn about these vaccinations, the more I come into truth about all of this stuff. Even simple things such as our food, our household cleaners, our HBA products, okay, Um, our clothing. You know, the more I come into truth about this stuff, the more it disgusts me. Please do not get your children vaccinated. Now, if you've had older children and because you were still in Babylon or even as a believer, you were just misled... Listen, my son had all his vaccinations, minus the COVID, okay? My son was vaccinated from the time he was born all the way up until whenever they, whatever age they stopped giving them. And I have repented and I have literally cried and asked Yahuwah to forgive me because I honestly didn't know any better. I didn't. But I'm so thankful that he's brought me to truth now. And when I have my babies, when I have more babies, when that time comes, not one needle is going to touch them. Not one. Sisters, if you can, have do home births, have your babies at home, try not to have them in the hospitals. Of course, if something goes wrong, you know, of course, then go, you know, seek medical attention, have a midwife with you or go to a hospital. But if you can, have those babies at home, okay? Do not let anything touch them, all right? No vaccinations. I've seen many kids who are not vaccinated and they're, they're very, very healthy. They're fine. Stop listening to the lies and the garbage that Babylon is feeding you. Don't vaccinate those babies, okay? Do not. Um, don't send them to school. Don't anything like that. You know, Yahuwah's not giving you these children so you can turn, them, turn around and put them into the world. We may live in this world, but we are not to be a part of it. Scripture's clear about that. Now, I'm not saying completely cut your kids off from the world to where they have no clue about it. Of course, teach them. You know, and you you may have to expose them to certain things. But to the best of your ability, okay, you shelter them. They're set apart for a reason, okay? They're set apart for a reason. Don't follow the ways of Babylon. Don't don't follow the lies and the deceit that a lot of these churches and mammoths... Listen, how can you trust these churches when these churches are clearly going against the Torah... These churches are celebrating pagan holidays. They're even celebrating Halloween. Okay? When, when, if if, if you can tell me, okay, because when I think back to the times I've been to church, I've never heard not one pastor minister out of the Torah. It's always out of the New Covenant. It's always out of the New Testament. And I understand why they do that, because they want to teach people about the good news, the gospel. They want to, you know, teach people about Yeshua. I understand that. 
But I find it funny that churches never talk about the Torah. They never talk about the commandments. They never talk about the laws. Why? Because Christianity, Christianity believes the law has been done away with. You're being misled by churches. Okay? I'm just going to be completely honest. And again, if I lose listeners, I lose listeners. You know, people have a right to their opinion and they have a right to disagree with me. But I am telling you the truth. Okay? And when you are called to be set apart, when you are called to, to a set apart marriage, a set apart ministry, a set apart family, you've got to follow that. You know, you cannot turn around and put those things in Babylon or put those things in these churches. Why do you think so many families that are in truth are leaving their homes, they're leaving their apartments? They're getting RVs or trailers or campers or whatever. They're downsizing. Yahuwah's calling a lot of people, excuse me, to downsize. For some people, you know, he's asking you to leave everything behind. He's called you to be set apart. Now he's calling you to leave everything behind. For some of you men, for some of you husbands, okay, because a lot of you work in Babylon, right? Your jobs are within Babylon. For some of you, Yahuwah's going to ask you to leave those jobs, and come out of it, depending on what kind of work you're doing and just depending on what his plan is for you. I have seen families, I have seen husbands and wives leave everything behind and go into ministry full-time together with their families and Yahuwah provides all their needs because they're set apart and they obey what Yahuwah is telling them to do. There's like prepare because there will be seasons where Yahuwah is going to ask you and your spouse to sacrifice stuff, to leave things behind, to leave the old ways, to not pay attention to what other people are saying, even your loved ones. And I know that's hard. But brothers and sisters, this is what set apart is all about. You're doing things for Yahuwah and his kingdom, nothing else. You have to leave those old ways behind. You have to leave a lot of things, family, friends, jobs, um, old habits, activities, things, you know, that you used to do. Because remember, even Paul talks about it. You become a new person. And just like scripture explains, and I can't remember where exactly, but, you know, um, when it talks about the new wineskin, you know, you can't bring the old stuff with you into the new person that you've become when you become set apart. It won't, it won't work. But this is what set apart is. You're living for Yahuwah and nothing more. Okay, you're living for Him. That ministry is for Him. That marriage is for Him. Those babies are for Him. That's what it's all about. It's all about serving Him. It's all about, you know, establishing and expanding His kingdom. It's all about helping and serving others helping to bring the truth because one day he's coming back we don't know when that day or that hour will be but one day he is coming back where are you going to be at when that happens are you going to hear the words well done my good and faithful servant or are you going to hear the words turn away from me i never knew you and that's why you've heard me say in some of my episodes regarding marriage that it's it's much marriage is much bigger than just getting married to somebody and, and you know essentially playing house and being in love and all that kind of stuff. It's way bigger than that. Especially when you have been called to be set apart. Because when you're called to be set apart, everything that comes after that is set apart. That marriage is set apart. That ministry is set apart. Those babies are set apart. And for a lot of you, you're going to have to protect each other. You're going to have to protect your union, protect your babies. You're going to... I'm telling you. And things are only going to get worse from here. Okay? If you've studied scripture, especially um, within the, you know, New Covenant, the New Testament, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Things are going to get much worse. I remember when a brother once explained it to me this way, and I love I loved the way that he explained it, but he was talking about back in Noah times when Noah built the ark. And it was getting closer to time where Yahuwah was going to bring, you know, the floods, the rain. And... He had Noah get everybody together, everybody that was going to go on, his family, all the animals two by two, and all those kinds of things. And once everybody that was meant to go was on that ark, Yahuwah closed the door behind him. That was it. Nobody was getting in or out. That was it. 
you know, like, you gotta really think about it, you know, where are you gonna be when that time comes? You know, it's serious, it's a serious thing. And if Yahuwah has given you that that beautiful gift of grace, that unmerited favor, and on top of that, he's brought more blessings into your life, the, the marriage union, you know, more children and things like that, these are all for his glory. Do it all for his glory. Everything that you do in your life, being set apart, is for his glory. Do everything for his glory. You know, Paul talks about that in scripture. And again, I'm, I'm not good at memorizing scripture. It's something I'm praying about, but he talks about that. You know, do everything. Always think about every time you do something that you're doing it for Yahuwah. So if you're called to be set apart, okay, you're, you're Yisrael, okay, you're not Babylon, you know, you're not Gentile, you're not none of that, although at the end, none of that matters, but if you're set apart, then you need to live set apart. You need to live set apart, and you need to be obedient to his commandments, to his Torah, but you also need to be obedient to what he's asking you to do. What he's asking you and your spouse to do specifically. Don't look at everybody else's lives. You can't compare that because he has different plans for everybody. You've got to be willing to sacrifice. You've got to be willing to be obedient. And you've got to be willing to be set apart and leave the ways of this wicked world and and the false church and all those deceptions. You've got to come out of all of that. You have to leave it all behind, whatever habits you have, you know, if you're a smoker, you're a drinker, you know, if you're, whatever addictions, whatever, anything like that, you've got to leave all of that behind. You know, um, I think I've talked about this. I don't know if I've actually talked about this or not, but this is important, okay? For a lot of people, this is little stuff, this is minor stuff, but this is important. You know, especially for you men, any brothers that are listening to me, because you lead your family, okay? What are you watching on TV? Are you watching garbage? Are you watching stuff that has a bunch bunch of, you know, gory stuff and, and murder and foul language and drug scenes, sex scenes, and all those kind of things? What are, what are you watching? Are you watching wholesome stuff? What are you feeding your eye gates? Okay? What are you listening to? What type of music are you listening to? Are you listening to music that all talks about is sex and drugs and all this foul language and this and that? Or are you listening to worship and praise music? Okay? What are you feeling, filling your mind with and your heart and your soul and your spirit? You know what I mean? All those things matter. You need to come away from all that. Listen, in my household, we hardly watch TV. And when we do, it's wholesome stuff. It's either, you know, faith-based or it's wholesome stuff, which are old shows, you know, like Andy Griffith, I Love Lucy, Little House on the Prairie, you know, things like that, that didn't have all of that garbage in it, okay? Um, music, I only listen to worship and praise. Every now and then I love uh, country music, well, certain types of country music. I love 50s music, um, but anything that's going to lead me astray, you know, outside of that, as far as, you know, it's got to be wholesome, but most of the time I just feel my home and myself with the word of Yahuwah, whether it's by TV, by music or whatever, okay? And that's something you got to think about, okay? Especially when you have children. The game, same thing with the games, as your children get older, what are your children playing? What are they looking at? If your children do go to public school, you know, what are they being influenced by? What are they being exposed to? That's why I said when you have these babies, even if you've had children, even if you have older children, okay, and it wasn't that way with them, but with these babies that you're going to make and have, this is what you need to be thinking of, and this is what you need to consider, okay, what you're, what you're exposing those babies to, what are they going to be around? My babies, I'm like, from the time they're in the womb, <laughs> they're going to be exposed to Yahuwah's word and his, you know, worship and praise music and all that stuff. I don't want them exposed to anything else. I was like, I'm going to make sure my babies know. Because you know what? When when I was born and growing up and all that kind of stuff, I didn't know. And with my son, he was five when I when I became a believer. So he was still really young. You know, young enough to be exposed to and all kind of stuff. But still, because I was a single mom and things like that, I couldn't do a lot of what I would do now. You know what I mean? It was different. 
I didn't have a husband to help me and support me. I didn't have a way to stay home. I didn't have a way to give him that life that I know you who wants me to give my babies coming up. And that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. Okay. A lot of you are being given a second chance. Okay. You're being given a second chance. And again, it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter what happened in the past. It doesn't matter what happened previously, or if you've already had children, whatever, but none of that matters. Okay. If it is a part of your who is will for your life, and this is what he wants to do through you and for you and for him, then it, it will be done regardless. Okay. It will be done. And believe me, when, when he ministered this stuff to me quite some time ago, I was so ecstatic. I was like, oh my goodness, you know? Thank you, Abba. Thank you for bringing me to truth so that I can pass it along, so that I can show it to my husband, so that I can show it to my children, so that I can show it, you know, to other people around me and, and through, the, through whatever ministry you call me to and all that kind of stuff. Like, I was like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for because... All throughout the years that I've been a believer, I always wondered what my purpose was. And I was like, I know there's something. I know there's something. I know it. And I just could never figure it out. So when he finally started showing me all these things, I was so happy. I cried. I was like, yes. I mean, because ever since I was a little girl, that was always a desire anyways. I always wanted to be a wife and a mother. Um, I always wanted a large family. And that's just something I always feel, I just feel so good and fulfilled in that role, you know? So when he started showing me that that is exactly what was going to come or to come and that then on top of that in truth and set apart, I was like so happy. I was so happy. Like, I was just so happy. Um, and that's why I'm sharing this because it's, it's important. This is for everybody that is set apart. It's not just for me. It's not just for certain people. This is for all of you that are being called to be set apart for him. He has set you apart. He has given you that beautiful gift of unmerited favor, of grace. And whatever else he brings into your life after that is to be set apart. I mean, it's extremely powerful and so important. That's why Paul even says in his writings that if a person actually married an unbeliever, that that spouse would be saved through the other spouse, you know, or something like that. And I'm totally paraphrasing. Um, and I think it's in either first or second Corinthians, if you want to look it up, but it's important. You know, what legacy are we leaving to our children or grandchildren? What are we doing for Yahuwah? Are we, are we more worried about the things of Babylon and the things in the world and, and, and corporate jobs and counterfeit lifestyles and, and, you know, addictions and this and that and the next thing? Or are we more worried about the things of Yahuwah, the things from above, the things of heaven, the Shemaim, okay? That's what we need to be focused on. And that is what he wants all of you to know. He's saying, for those that I am calling to be set apart you need to be set apart unto me. Just like it says in the Torah that we are a set apart people, okay? We have a covenant with him. We have an everlasting covenant with him. We are Israel, okay? We are a set apart people to him. We can absolutely not have one foot in with Babylon and one foot in with him. There's no way. There's no way. And again, please take everything that I'm saying back in prayer. You know, pray about it and ask him. and See for yourself what he reveals to you. This is what he's revealed to me. This is what he's shown me for quite some time. And you know what? I'm meeting more and more people. Praise Abba because for a long time, I didn't have any fellowship. I didn't have family, friends, nothing like that. I was very isolated. But during those times of isolation, Yahuwah was working on me and I needed that. But I am meeting more and more people that are in truth. You know, we're just, we're all scattered. We're all all over the place, you know, but I'm like, praise Abba Yah because, you know, something I've been praying about, you know, we need fellowship. Fellowship is important. But like I also said too, you know, just be careful, use discernment, you know, protect and, and be private, you know, and things like that, of course. But for those that are set apart as well, we want to fellowship with that, you know. We want to have our marriages set apart. We want to make sure that us and our spouses are set apart. 
We want to make sure that our children, those precious babies that he's blessing us with, however many that may be, however many more that may be. Because like I said, for some of you, you already got children. Or God, that's not very good English. You already have children. Um, and you're going to be blessed with more. You know? Praise, praise Abba. Because those are some big blessings. But he, but he wants it to be set apart unto him. It needs to be set apart unto him. He's not giving us these things to turn around and put them back into the world. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. Okay? So, remember, you are a set-apart people to him. Read the Torah. Read in Deuteronomy. I think it's in chapter 6 or 7. One of my favorite scriptures. Read it. Okay? So that is the word that I wanted to share. And I'm not going to say anything about anything that I've said towards the end of my last three episodes. I'm just going to leave it at that because I don't know what else he's going to have me say and do. But that is it for this episode. Again, I just wanted to share this word. It was also a question that somebody asked me via email. And um, I just felt that this, this was very important to share because we are a set apart people into him. And whatever that he brings into our life after that also needs to be set apart. Okay. So definitely pray about it. You know, seek him in prayer. Uh, read the scriptures, read the Torah. I'm not saying dismiss the rest of the Bible. Of course, read the rest of the Bible, but please, please, please study the Torah. And for those of you who are not familiar, the Torah are the first five books of the Bible. And those first five books of the Bible were written by Moshe or Moses. And those books are Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Okay. So please study it, read it. I, pr I, I know that it will just be a blessing to you. <laughs> it really has for me and it's changed my life completely. And because it's changed my life completely, I know it's going to change my marriage completely, my husband completely, my children to come completely, and even the children that are already here, you know, um, and the people that I meet and come into contact with through this ministry, you know. So um, definitely pray about it. And yeah, I hope that this word encourages and blesses you and gives you hope, opens your eyes and turns your heart towards him. All right, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk with you in my next episode. Shalom.